Yo, it's your boy, Chef Tone, and I want to thank you for tuning in to Tasteful Expressions Podcast, where I try to motivate and inspire to be a better you in the kitchen. What's up, everyone? Hopefully, you're all healthy, safe, and warm. On today's episode, I'll be giving my spice of the week, a good kitchen tool to have, and a Valentine's Day recipe that's worth trying. All right, I'm opening quote. When you have made as many mistakes as I have, then you can be as good as me, Wolfgang Puck. And tell me that doesn't resonate. Especially in this, um, what we call beautiful, amazing, phenomenal life, right? <laughs> and so, um, every episode um, that I record, I normally start off by lighting these two stage candles. Um, like I bought the candles because of what they had on the back of the candle. On one, it says, I bless this home with peace and love. And on the other one, it says, my new intentions is to appreciate and be grateful. Like, if you guys don't do it already, you know, get yourself some some affirmations. You know, something to, you know, keep you going day by day. You know, um, just something to push you and just makes you appreciate more you know of um of just life in general <laughs> um one of my boy E-Rob told me I take too long to get to, get to the recipes um so <clears throat> so here we go um, spice of the week is roasting salt now if you're if you're in a Chicago land um, then you're familiar with with um, Gibson's Restaurant Group. Um, they they sell it. Um, I, I got in tune with it when because um, that's why I started my career off that. Um, but it's it's an amazing blend. Um, I I I no lie. I use it. I use it for everything. I use it for every every almost every single recipe um, because sometimes that's the only um, that's the only the only spice I need. Um, it's such an amazing blend, you know. So if you if you guys want it, um, you can probably go. Not probably. You can go. You can Google like Gibson's, and um, Gibson's Steakhouse or Gibson's Restaurant Group. Um, go online and just purchase it there. But um, it's phenomenal. Um, I keep. I, I buy. I think twice a year. I buy about a gallon. I have like this huge, huge container. But it's it, it's great. It's great. Now the cooking tool of the week is a cast iron pan. Now if you didn't grow up with a cast iron pan in your home, your house, apartment, you know, whatever, then you, oh, you don't know what you're missing out on. Um, cast iron pan is, I, the reason I, I love it so much is because it holds the temperature. Um, it's, no matter what I'm doing, whether I'm, I'm frying fish or um, cooking chicken or frying chicken 
um, it, it holds the temperature. Um, it, it, it lasts forever. I think I've had mine for about seven, eight years now. Um, I bought it on Amazon for about like 35, 40 bucks. Um, but yeah, um, it, a good cast iron pan, you can probably have it for like a good 20, 30 years if you take care of it. Uh, all you need to do is season it every so often, you know, and just tend to it. And, um, it'll, you know, it'll, um, it'll, it'll last a lifetime, you know, so definitely get you one of those. All right. And here go the recipe. Um, so... I was trying to think of something being that, that Valentine's Day is next weekend. I wanted to do something that was a, you know, that you can do that's like kind of romantic and, and looks nice and um, kind of go, goes with the theme. So um, it's a roasted pork tenderloin with glazed apples and rum. Finish it with a cranberry sauce. All right. Now. If you uh, remember anything from last from last episode, um, I told you guys about miso en place, you know, which is basically preparation, you know, getting everything, getting everything lined up so that when you begin cooking, you know, you're not all over the place, you know, not overcooking or undercooking or, or you know, spazzing out or panicking, you know, if you if you go ahead get 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 all your um, you know, get your, all your vegetables and and things like that chopped and um, get everything portioned out. You know, it saves you less time. You know, so that's that's exactly what we we gonna uh, begin with uh, mise en place. Um, so you'll create the dish in this order. All right, the first thing you'll do is preheat the oven to three fifty. All right. Um, then you will begin uh, working on the cranberry sauce. After that, well, while the cranberry sauce is cooking. Um, you'll slice the apples and then you'll begin the pork tenderloin. Now here are the ingredients. Alright, um, so starting off with the cranberry sauce. Um, the ingredients is one cup of sugar, one cup of water, and four cups of fresh or frozen um, cranberries. And uh, this is optional. But um, I, I like to add it when I'm making my cranberry sauce. Um, I like to take like maybe half of an um, orange and just zest it. You know, zest, zest if you have a zester, um, it, it it adds a nice a nice finish to it. So uh, I recommend that. So the way you would begin cooking that is in um in a a, a, a oh, maybe a medium sized pot. Um, put the water and the sugar. Uh, put the one cup of um, sugar, the one cup of water into the pot. Um, you're gonna bring it up to a boil. Now, once you bring it up to a boil, um, and all the sugar has, has dissolved, then you'll then you'll add the cranberries to it. All right. Then you'll put you put it bring it bring it back to a boil. And once you bring it to a boil, then put it on a simmer. Um, you're gonna simmer for about. About ten minutes. What you want to do is you want to see those cranberries kind of pop, you know. And yeah, you want you want to see those cranberries kind of pop. And um, if you want to, if you want to like, I want to say mush it, and 
if you want you want it more fine, which I kind of like mine more fine, once you finish the actual cranberry sauce, just throw it into a blender. You know, um, that's actually what I did um, and turned out great. All right. So um, so while 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 you're letting that simmer and you're watching it, um, you're going to begin just to cut, slice your apples. Now, one thing that I've, I've learned uh, when I'm whenever I'm cutting apples and I'm not either going to eat them right away or I'm not going to use them right away, um, I grab a bowl. I get a bowl and I throw some water in there. And in the water, I throw a little bit of lemon. Now, what that does, it preserves the, the apple. So if you, if you guys have seen apples before and you said um, they've sat out, then they've, they've turned brown. Well, once you put it into that water with a little bit of lemon, it, it'll preserve for a little bit longer, you know, until you're, you're ready to use it. So, yeah, do, do that. All right. Now, um, once you slice the apples, you put the apples to the side in the water with a little bit of lemon juice. Um, then what you'll do is you'll begin on working on the pork tenderloin. Now, you're going to need a two-pound pork tenderloin. Okay? Um, once, you have, once you have your pork tenderloin, which I'm assuming you have it, you went to the store, you bought all the ingredients. All right? What you'll do is, now in a bowl, you're going to combine two tablespoons of olive oil one tablespoon of melted butter, one tablespoon of chopped garlic, two tablespoons of roasting salt. And if you don't have roasting salt, just do two tablespoons of sea salt and um, a, a teaspoon of um, black pepper. All right. Uh, one tablespoon of fresh parsley and one teaspoon of smoked uh, paprika. Now, what, what you want to do is you want to mix, mix all that together um, kind of create a slur, you know, like kind of thick, uh, whatever. And what you're going to do is, first, the tenderloin, because 9 times out of 10, you don't have a, a um, big enough pan to fit this whole tenderloin um, in. So um, what you'll do is cut it in half, because the first step before you put it in the oven is to, um, to sear it on each side um, on the pan. So cut it in half first, then you'll put that slur on each side um, of the pork tenderloin. And get you a nice pan, get it get it nice and hot. Um, sear it on each side, and when you take it out, put it in, put it in, uh, wrap it up in foil. All right, now you're gonna do both of those, uh, both sides of the, um, the pork tenderloin. All right, so you you seared it, or you put it in foil. Now you're gonna throw it in the oven, and you're gonna throw it in the oven for 25 minutes. All right, um, let's see, yeah, you're gonna throw it in the oven for 25 minutes. Or until it reaches 150 um, internal temperature. All right. Now, um, while while that's roasting the oven, um, we're gonna get the apple started. All right. So what we what we're doing again is we're doing a glazed apple with rum. You know, you can probably eat these by by yourself, <laughs> for real. Um, so get you two two whole apples, um, sliced or chopped. Three um, tablespoons of butter. Two tables, tablespoons of brown sugar, and four tablespoons of dark rum. Okay, so to to make everything easy and not complicated, you um in a bowl, throw the apples, throw all the ingredients in that bowl. All the ingredients in that bowl. All the ingredients but the the um the rum. All right, save the rum. Okay, so now what you're gonna do is um you're gonna get a pan going. You know, so get a pan going, and hopefully, hopefully that that cranberry sauce is you didn't overcook the, the cranberry sauce and you didn't ruin it. You know, I hope you waited ten minutes. All right. So now 
So we uh we cooking we we gonna saute we gonna saute the apples. Alright, so throw the apples into a hot pan, you know, toss it, and what you wanna do is you wanna see that you wanna see that butter begin uh begin to like to like um to melt and, and become a little bit like translucent in a way. And so you're gonna toss it and uh, once you once you have it have it nice and tossed and have everything um, all together. Then you're going to just finish it off with the um, dark rum. All right. Then just saute it a little bit. Um, this whole process should take about maybe a good six, six minutes. You're going to have it on medium heat. And once it's done, just set it to the side. All right. Now, now hopefully the, the pork tenderloin is, is ready at this uh, by this time. Um, once you have the pork tenderloin, you're going to bring the pork tenderloin out. Now, one thing about meat, especially um, thicker pieces of meat, you always want to let your allow your meat to rest. All right, that goes for whether you're cooking a steak, whether you're making um, a chicken breast or uh, pork, whatever it is, you want to give it time to rest because what happens is when you give it time to rest, um, all those juices begin to to um, come down and begin to drip. You know, and you allow allowing that you allowing the meat to breathe. You know, because if you cut that meat right away, it's, it's too tense. You know, you want a lot of time to breathe. I mean, that's where most of the, the, the best flavor come from, especially when, you, when you're making a nice steak. You know, get a, get a time to rest. So um, once you've let, let it rest, let it rest for about maybe three to five minutes. Um, then you're going to slice it. Now, the way you want to slice it, you want to slice it against the grain. Okay, and you're going to just slice it in. You want to get about um, per person. Um, get about maybe five, four to five slices. All right. And um, so yeah. So once you slice it, we gonna we gonna begin making the, the masterpiece. All right. So the way we're gonna start, get you a nice um, a nice bowl or or, or plate. Um, like a, I want to say an, an oval plate or something. Um, or if you have like a nice round um, bowl, something something like that, um, use that. So you're gonna put you're gonna put the cranberry sauce, put the cranberry sauce down first, you know, right at the bottom. Then you're gonna put your slices in like kind of a circle. Um, put your slices of uh, pork tenderloin, and then you're just gonna finish it off with um, throwing the apples right on top. Y'all already know what I'm about to say. Game changer, right? game changer you know especially especially if you love pork you know pork is phenomenal and for for, for those who don't know and this like goes back to like the 1700s 1800s um if you've ever seen them roast a whole pig if you ever like seen a picture you can probably even google it yeah you know, roast a whole pig you always seen an apple in the pig's mouth that's because pork and apple complement so well together you know it's just it's just those flavors um something about it i couldn't even tell you you know, but I'm almost 100 percent sure you guys gonna, you guys gonna enjoy this. You know, all right. Um, brings to, uh, another point, especially when I'm speaking about the roasting sauce, the roasting salt. You know, I was talking about it earlier. Um, we we've all been affected by the COVID. You know, for the most part. You know, some some dwelled in. Um, others, you know, didn't didn't do as well, but. Um, a lot of these restaurants and a lot of these mom and pop joints and small boutiques and things like that um, took a big hit, you know. So um, I was talking to I was talking to Tyler and um, he's he's still working in the restaurant industry, 
and uh, we were just talking about the podcast, and he, he just, he had mentioned to me, like, you know, um, you should say something about, about, um, you know, about all these restaurants and, and things like that taking a hit, you know, and, um, you know, just tell people to support, you know, for however you can. If you can, you know, it'd be great. If you can't, you know, it's fine. But yeah, if you if you can support these these smaller um these smaller mom and pop joints and and, and and restaurants that that took hits, you know any any contribution is better than none. You know, um, so yeah, um, and I say that because I was I was talking about the roast and saw earlier, you know um you know the Gibson's restaurant group you know they they took a hit out, you know I know quite a few people that lost their jobs, you know um you know so. Yeah, you know, if you if you can, you know, go for it. You know, it'd, it'd be great. You know, I, I, try, I try to do as much as I can. You know, however, you know, I, I love supporting. You know, so, yeah. Again, any contribution is better than not. All right. So I was, um, what was, what was I doing? I'm sorry, I think my memory is fried. I was... Yeah, I was. I was. I wasn't even driving. I think I was at home, and I got a, a text from uh, from one of my friends I haven't spoke to in a while, and he was just like, simple questions. He's like, "Hey, how you doing?" You know, and um, natural natural response back is, "Um, I'm good. How are you?" You know, and it, at that moment, I'm like, "I'm like, am I like a on a factory setting?" You know, like, why is that so common? Why is it so easy? Why is it the first response? You know, just to say that I'm okay. You know, when it, plenty of times I'm not okay. You know, I'm not okay. And, and, and a lot of us aren't okay. You know, anytime someone asks. You know, so if we're, if we're, you know, if, if, let's get out of the habit of that. And even if, even if, even if we are okay, you know, how about we ask our friends or, or, or our family members? You know, ask them again, are you sure you're okay? You know, it's not nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with verifying, making sure that somebody's okay. You know, I'm just, like, hey, I'm, I just want to make sure, you know, he said that too quick. You know, so, um, yeah, let's let's try to get out of the, the, the factory setting, you know, and, and, you know, and allow it to be more organic. You know, um, yeah, so, all right, before... Before I close, my um, so when I first started started the podcast a few weeks ago, um, you know I I, I sent it to um you know, relatives and you know um a few friends, you know just to hear feedback, and I I sent it to my I sent it to my uncle, you know I sent it to him like two weeks in a row, you know um, and he didn't like he responded back. But when he when he responds back, you can tell when somebody responds back and and you aren't getting a, a a straight answer, you know, or like you know you can tell they aren't been hundred percent honest, you know. So like I'll I'll, I'll text them, I'll send them to them, I'm like hey, you know, check this out, check this out. I love to hear your feedback. And you know he'll take me back like oh yeah, you know I I heard the first couple of minutes, it's great, you know. But yeah, you know um. You know something was he, he, he's all it was it was something you know it was like you, you know you just knew you know well he um he texted me he texted me a few days ago 
And um, I believe he was out of town. He was on a flight or something. And I, he, he actually had time to to listen to it. You know, and um, he, he he sent me, it was a random text. He wasn't even having a conversation. And he just sent a random text. He was like, I, I, he was like, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed your podcast, nephew, and I, and I love the direction you're going down, you know, and I was like, man, that's, you know, you know, thank you, you know what I mean, it's, that's what, for someone to take time to listen, you know, take time to give him feedback, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to grow, and uh, like I always tell you, uh, all I want to do is just give back however I can, you know, if I can be just a, you know, some type of vessel, Know, some type of motivation, you know. If I can encourage, you know, if I can, if I can change whatever, whatever it is to benefit and help make someone else better, then I'm, I'm doing everything I could ever imagine doing. You know that, you know, I, I genuinely and sincerely mean that. You know, so yeah, I just wanted to, you know, first give him a shout out and let him know I appreciate that. Yeah, you know, hope you hope you continue. Hope you made it to this podcast and made it to the end. You know, I'm I'm grateful. All right. So, all right, guys. Now, um, I was thinking. You know, actually, my my wife Lucy gave me this idea, and it was 100 percent right. Um, to create a a, a keto keto friendly recipe. So, in the upcoming weeks, um. I'm planning to do a keto-friendly uh, recipe. You know, I'm gonna play around in the kitchen, try to come up with something clever, but not too complicated and you know not too expensive. Um, so yeah, you know y'all be looking out for that, especially for you know people who are out there trying to you know get right for the summer, you know, summer 20, 2021. Yeah. yeah, maybe I need to go get some coffee. <laughs> All right, so I'm so grateful you took time to listen. Hopefully you took something away. Y'all stay safe and always, 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 always cook with love. It's your boy Tone.